This Can Do Podcast is brought to you by Blake Albina Thoroughbred Services. Blake Albina is a full-service bloodstock agency and consignment company representing clients at every major horse sale in the country. For more information, call Ron Blake at 859-396-4836 or Hunsley Albina at 859-621-0800. Whether an experienced owner or a newcomer to the game, Blake Albina has the knowledge and experience to help you achieve your goals in the thoroughbred industry. I got the horse right here, the name is Paul Revere, and here's a guy that says if the web is clear, can do, can do. The Big Score segment of our podcast is brought to you by your friends at Endeavor Farm on Old Frankfurt Pike in the heart of the bluegrass. Every Big Score has its roots down on the farm. Boarding, breeding, foaling, layup care, and sales prep are all services offered by Terry Nickel and his team at Endeavor. You can reach Terry at 859-509-7035 or email him at terry at endeavorfarmky.com. That's E-N-D-E-A-V-O-R-F-A-R-M-K-Y.com. Thanks again to our friends at Endeavor Farm for sponsoring The Big Score. This is Bill Duncliffe. I want to welcome you back to a special Big Score edition of Can Do, the podcast about all things horse racing, some history, some handicapping, and some humor. It's Kentucky Derby week, so it seems appropriate that for our Big Score story this week, we relate to you a story that will get you pumped up for the Kentucky Derby, that glorious day every year where a full field full of big prices can set you up for a big score. So I'm going to tell you about one of mine in hopes that you too will hit one just like I did. I'm not going to tell you the year just yet. I will tell you, though, that like a lot of handicappers, my pre-race process is to go through the contender, is analyze the likely pace and how I see each contender responding to that pace that is likely to occur in the race. It's an inexact science, but it's one that gives me some comfort level in analyzing the likely chances of each contestant. There was no doubt in my mind after doing that initial level of analysis that there was an absolute clear winner that year, and I'll save you any mystery. He was the winner that year, clearly, and I knew he was going to be the favorite. So the challenge was, how do I make money on this race? I'm an exotics player. I like the exact and the trifecta pools. So that's naturally where I went to look to find how I could create some value in this race. When I do my, what I call pace and response analysis, I like to wait to see post positions before doing that level of analysis. And between work and other such mundane duties, it wasn't until late Derby Eve that I was doing my pace and response calculations watching prep race replays to note any adjustments I needed to make as well. For instance, things like a wide trip or traffic trouble in the lane are going to cause me to adjust my figures and try and come up with the best possible trip analysis that I can for each contender in the race. So as I was doing that, one horse in two different prep races quite unexpectedly caught my eye. If I had only been going by the past performance running lines and comments, I likely would have ignored that horse. But as I watched the replays and adjusted likely response times forth, the wide trips and traffic troubles he encountered, this horse absolutely stood out to me as massive value. So massive, I really began to doubt myself. I probably watched his prep race replays five or six times each. I had to be sure that I wasn't making it up since I knew he was going to be going off at a big number. So it really wasn't until about 2.30 in the morning that I ended up going to bed on what was now Derby morning. And I usually have a hard time getting to sleep the night before the Derby anyway, and the night before the Breeders' Cup as well, because they are such exciting days. But this night, I can tell you, I didn't sleep a wink. I knew I was going to have to hammer this horse hard. So thoughts of wagering strategies were keeping me from ever falling asleep that night. 
As I said, I'm an exacta and a trifecta player. I absolutely was rock solid that the favorite was the best horse in the race. But just in case my long shot upset him, I played the long shot $25 to win and $50 to place. I boxed the long shot with the favorite for $25 in the exacta pool, and I also played smaller exactas with the long shot and some mid-price candidates, again, just in case I was wrong about the clear favorite. For my trifectas, I used what I like to call my ladder strategy. If the favorite won and my long shot ran second with the other contenders in third, that was my biggest unit cost trifecta wager. Second biggest unit cost was my long shot winning, the favorite running second, and the other contenders running third. And so on down the line, such that the favorite, my long shot, and the other contenders were all in play in diminishing units. My total outlay for the race ended up being somewhere around $350. That day at our house, we were having a derby party, an open house kind of affair, so people were drifting in and out all day. This year, I was obviously very excited about the race, and of course, I was a little nervous as well. So in my very mature and adult-like fashion, I spent the afternoon leading up to the race going back and forth between mint juleps and some ice-cold beers. <laughs> That's a little bit of a Dave Weaver nod right there. Finally, around 6.30, they spring the gates and they're off. As I expected, my long shot is well back, and the highly probable winner is right there in the vanguard. My long shot stays well in the rear all the way down the backstretch, but as they enter the far turn, he starts to move on the outside. He's picking up horses one by one and doing it very easily. I'm fairly certain I'm one of the few people in the entire country watching this guy instead of what is going on with the leaders up front. But, and here's where we'll solve the mystery, California Chrome is making his move as they hit the top of the stretch. As I expected, he is leaving the others behind with ease. But here on the far outside, probably in 8th or ninth place at this point, is commanding curve, and I know right then, right then I know I'm going to be cashing huge. He is moving with authority while the others who have been chasing are fading. I'm now screaming at the television, come on, 17, 17, 17, 17. <clears throat> and I did lose my voice just like that. <laughs> I'm the only person in the room as far as I'm concerned. It's just me and the television. They cross the line and everyone in the room is looking at me like, what just happened here? I'm shaking. I'm waiting the interminable amount of time it takes to make it official and get the payoffs. I'm explaining to everyone that I buried commanding curve with California Chrome in every way possible and I have a huge payday coming. Of course, being a horse player in the back of my mind, I'm already wondering how much more would I have won if Curve had taken the shine off of Chrome. But let's not get greedy here. Finally, they flash the payoffs, but they run through them so fast I don't have time to do the math. So I hit rewind on the remote and then the pause button and uh, the cable system freezes up on me. I've got to know what I won. I run upstairs to my computer to get the payoffs and find out that here I am more than $16,000 richer. So, my friends, the moral of the story is this. Spend the time. Do the work. Trust your gut and fire it in. Kentucky Derby Day can be your big score day, too. Thanks for listening.